<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Hey folks, we'll talk with Buzz here in just a second, but first, with the catastrophic rise in COVID cases this winter, we're all once again scrambling to buy N95 masks to keep ourselves safe until the vaccines arrive. And if you don't want to keep buying box after box of masks, masks that should go to frontline responders, I have the solution for you. Castlegrade.com masks are reusable, FDA registered, and they're easy to clean and washing machine safe. Also, bonus, they won't fog up your glasses either. These are the state-of-the-art in mask design and perfect for the, hopefully, final months of COVID. Visit castlegrade.com and enter the discount code Stephanie at checkout for 10% off your first order. Link in the description under this show at bobseska.com. That's castlegrade.com. Use the code Stephanie for 10% off. And now let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters. Relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Many Christmases ago, I went to buy a doll for my son. I reached for the last one they had, but so did another man. As I rained blows upon him, I realized there had to be another way. What happened to the doll? It was destroyed. But out of that, a new holiday was born. A Festivus for the rest of us. The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. And now, as Festivus rolls on, we come to the feats of strength. Not the feats of strength. This year, the honor goes to Mr. Kramer. Frank, no offense, but this holiday's a little out there. Kramer, you, you can't go. Who's going to do the feats of strength? How about George? Good thinking, Cougar. Until you pin me, George, Festivus is not over. Oh, please. Somebody stop this. Let's rumble! Bob Seska! This is Governor Rick Perry. What? First Lady and I wish you and your family a blessed holiday season. The Bob Seska Show. Wait a second. You notice Governor Rick Perry said holiday? Why does Governor Rick Perry hate Christmas? From our nation's capital, it is Tuesday, December 15, 2020. And this is the Bob Seska Show presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hi, what's up? My name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello. Day 1,426 of the Trump crisis, 35 days until Inauguration Day. And sitting right over there, it's Bob. You say Bob's perfect. You've said it all. Hi. Rudy the sweaty lawyer put his hand inside his pants. 
Hi, hi, Bob. Hi, hi everybody. Hello. How are you? <laughs> he, he's Bob, you know, and I'm Buzz, and we're equipped with both GPS and temperature tracking. I <laughs> uh, sent out some Christmas cards yesterday, uh, so watch for yours, Bob and Kimberly. Okay. I'll be getting you a card from me shortly. Wonderful. I got my uh, got my annual Christmas card from the White House. <laughs> it's a it's a mass mailing, but I'm a little confused. Uh, mine says I've been pardoned. <laughs> uh, where's mine? I haven't received that one yet. Uh, it's in the <laughs> mail. Damn it. Uh, I've also been getting a lot of UPS uh, deliveries, you know. Uh, you ever get something you didn't order? Yeah, you, you, all the you know, time. You, you yep. Where did this go? Well, yesterday I got something packed in dry ice, and I was thinking Omaha Steaks, but it, it turned out to be just something from Pfizer. <laughs> well, lucky you. <laughs> Put it in the garage. Yeah. Um, it was, I believe, Albert Einstein who said, uh, insanity is defined by doing the same thing over and over, expecting different results. Mm -hmm. Trump has now filed suit to overturn Albert Einstein. <laughs> and here's how we know. Here's how we will know if we're doing a good show today. Yeah. If if it's going well, Trump will fly over in his helicopter. The Bob Seska Show. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, my friend. And uh, another track from Rocky Mountain Mike covering Harry Chapin. This is The Bastard He Cratered. Electors voted the other day. We chose our president the usual way And he's got bags to pack and bills to pay And we don't mind it if he leaves today And he was saying that they stole it just like he do And said, I've got a Yahoo crew Yeah, you know I've got a <laughs> Yahoo crew And the bastard he cratered with the silver spoon Little boy blew it, yeah, the orange buffoon When you're leaving town, son, we don't know We'll have a party then, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're gonna have a good time then. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the shortest rendition of that song ever <laughs> in the history of the world. Yeah, I know a lot of you were worried it was going to go on for a very long time since the original song is very long. <laughs> yeah. But uh, either a maestro of music has done it again. Absolutely. Rocky Mountain Mike. Okay, well, this is the, uh, as I said before, this is the last Tuesday show before the holiday break. Did I mention that before? Wow. I'm just losing track of everything now. I don't know what it's, I said five seconds ago. It's worth underscoring. You know, okay. So Fair enough. That's a good way to frame it. So uh, this is the last time you and I will be together here on the show before January 5th. The next time That's we crazy. reconvene here is going to be January 5. That's going to be Georgia runoff day. So we're going to be <laughs> hitting the ground running, diving in with both feet back into the uh, madness and melee of American politics. So I'm looking forward to that. Absolutely. Uh, tomorrow we got Furniture Guys on the interview show. I'm very much looking oh, forward to having the Furniture Guys. I'm just, sure. uh, as I said last week, I'm just going to let them take over the show. This is sure. like, hey guys, Ed, Joe, Ed Feldman, Joe Lorario. You you have to go back to YouTube and watch some of the old Furniture to Go episodes yeah. and and really get a sense of how great and how subversive that show was. These two guys were doing. Basically, a satire of how-to shows framed as an actual how-to show. So they were kind of uh, uh, taking apart the genre 
while participating in the genre. Nothing gets more subversive than that. We need more or, of these kind of guys on uh, or, HGTV. Or, or do they just goof on everything? I, I advise everybody to listen to the show. It's perfect for the holidays. It's after all the bad chaos we've been through. This is the kind of good chaos you crave. Absolutely. So don't, yeah. don't miss the, the fun chaos with these guys on Wednesday. So, yeah. So before you get disappointed that we're going away for a couple of weeks for the holidays, we've got uh, Furniture Guys tomorrow, Goth Ninjas, of course, on Thursday, Kimberly on the Friday after party. Right. And that'll be it until December 31 and our huge New Year's Eve show, which, by the way, we might be back here together, provided you have uh, the wherewithal to jump in, pop in on the uh, New Year's Eve show. But of course, there's no, there's no obligation <laughs> still, whatsoever. Right, it's still sure. a holiday. Uh, yeah, no, I, I might just do that. It's It certainly sounds like fun. And I, I you know, I'm going to have to look at my calendar, but uh, yeah. it, it looks like fun and I'm, I'm sorely tempted to join you. So <laughs> yeah. I, I might just do that. Schedule to appear, we might say. That's a, I, uh, we, a perfectly non-committal way to uh, talk about it. Thank you. It is. I, I'm terrible. At, I'm terrible at committing to uh, anything uh, except the, doing the news every week. Yeah. Uh, this has been so great. Uh, by the way, uh, you mentioned Kimberly, and uh-huh. I saw that she posted an interview show with you yesterday. Yes. Yes. And uh, I can't wait to hear it. Uh, I, I saw that it's a one hour and fifty one minutes. Oh yes, and I I didn't I didn't have time to squeeze it in, so I <laughs> I wasn't able I wasn't able to listen to it yeah. before today's show. But it is on my list, and I recommend uh, everybody else check it out too. Yeah, by the way, that's at patreon.com slash start me up, and everywhere you get your podcast, Kimberly Johnson's Start Me Up podcast. Yeah, it was long, and here's exactly why it was long. Okay. As you may or may not know, Kimberly and I are endowed with the gift of gab. We uh, like ah. to talk, and we talked and talked and talked, and is especially so <laughs> when we're asking each other questions about ourselves. We like to talk about me, 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 me. And if, if it's Kimberly, it's her, her, her. If it's me, it's me, me, me. In fact, that was well, the whole point of the two hours, was to dig into my pathology. And I think I got into a little bit of my pathology on the show yesterday. What's wrong with Bob? That was the topic of conversation. We we didn't get into your pathology. I actually interviewed you before Kimberly, which I yes. think is, yes, is kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but uh, but I didn't get into your pathology. But I did get it in in under an hour, so I was pleased <laughs> about that. Uh, but but yeah, no, I'm proud to have uh, preceded her in inter- interviewing you. I thought that was terrific. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, uh, you were talking about uh, there'll be programming over what's going to be a break for us. Yeah, um, we're going to be around. At least I'm going to be around, uh, mm-hmm. continuing to cover breaking news. This is how I have vacations. Uh-huh. I continue to cover uh, breaking news of yeah. great import, uh, even when I'm not doing a show. My shows, for example, the Thursday shows, fall on Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, respectively, and nobody's going to be listening or want to be listening <laughs> on those right. days. And I certainly don't want to be doing shows on those days. So uh, after all we've done, if you don't mind, if we take uh, a little bit of time off here, we will be around. We're not abandoning you. No. But, uh, and there'll be programming. So uh, hopefully that'll be enough to, to, to keep you happy, I guess, until yeah. we, we return in full 
after the first of the year. And Lord knows I can't break away from Twitter. I can't break. I certainly can't break away from Instagram. I'm completely addicted to Instagram. It's like um, one of those things. People who do manifestation have like vision boards. My entire explore (laughs) tab on Instagram is my vision board. I have crafted that thing. So I am just permanently fed this ongoing conga line of Star Wars images and just all this Batman and all that (laughs) crap is just in my explore tab on Instagram. And I just, I can't get away from it. But yeah, I mean, we're going to be spending a lot of time on social media as we all do. I just don't think I'm going to be sitting in front of this microphone and doing a whole lot of talking other than, as I said, New Year's Eve. And it's going to be me and David and Jody Hamilton. Maybe uh, Kimberly will stop by. Maybe you'll stop by. Maybe uh, other people will stop by. We'll have all kinds of surprises. I think David's going to perform a couple of live songs on the oh, show. Cool. Yeah. Oh, and, I got to be there. I gotta, and, New Year's Eve? Yeah, New Year's Eve. It's going to be what, on the time, 31st. What, yeah, probably. What time, what time are we doing this? I'm thinking, usually we record at 1 p.m. Eastern time, but I'm thinking uh-huh. about bumping it back a little earlier to just so people have enough time to work it into their schedule on New Year's oh, Eve. Sure. Because Oh, yeah. If we're yeah. going to do it during the day, I'm happy to. Yeah, I'll, I don't know what else I would be doing that day, so... Sure. Yeah. And, and you know, yeah. I you realize know put me put me down for that. I'll be there. I realize I've completely put you on the spot with this. No, I just completely no, cornered you we, on the show. We we talked about it once before and uh you know, I just I like I said, I don't I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. I just <laughs> I'm just trying to get the newscast out, okay? Yeah. And by the way, uh, that's been difficult to do and 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 talking about, you know, how how busy we have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I do not remember a day in my entire news career that we had as much breaking important news oh as we had yesterday. Yeah. I mean, at the end of nearly a half a century, I'm I'm retiring. And just before I go out the door, it's, oh, by the way, here's the busiest news day you have ever seen. <laughs> I let know. Me, let, here, here are the breaking news I posted yesterday, if I may, and I'll try to run through them quickly. You got it. 10, 10 a.m., DeSantis tells Floridians one shot is enough. Okay. 1, 1 p.m., Wisconsin Supreme Court again rejects tossing 200,000 votes. 3, 3 p.m., the U.S. viral death toll crosses 300,000. 5 p.m., Congressman quits GOP in disgust. 5.30 has two of them. Biden wins Electoral College. And Trump says Barr is resigning. <laughs> wow. And that's it. 8.30 p.m. Oh, we're not done oh, oh, yet. We're done. Oh, we're done. Oh, no, we're not done. Wait, there's eight, more. Eight, it started at 10 o'clock this morning, that morning, yesterday morning. Okay. 8.30, 8.30 p.m., Biden condemns Trump's efforts. <laughs> 11, 11 p.m., we learned that the State Department and the National Institutes of Health were also hacked. Uh, 6 o'clock this morning, Putin congratulates Biden. 9 o'clock this morning, we got preliminary approval for a second vaccine. 10.30 this morning, McConnell acknowledges Biden win. And 11.30 this morning, new virus strain found spreading fast in England. And that's a little, what is that, 13 hours there? I, yeah. I'm sorry, uh, 20, I'm sorry, 20, 25 hours there. Not <laughs> not good at math. But over a period of 25 hours, all of those things happened. And 
nearly all of them are of vital importance, in yeah, my opinion. Absolutely. I mean, you could have said mm-hmm. two plus two equals ten, and I would have said, yeah, exactly, Buzz. See, the <laughs> I'm right there with you with the math. But anyway, yeah. And it's weird to have to say this. It's weird to have mm-hmm. to say, well, Joe Biden is officially the winner. Joe Biden was officially the winner uh, a month ago, the for seventh, God's sake. Yeah. yeah November seventh. Yeah. 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 And I hope no one in the mainstream press is giving Mitch McConnell all kinds of kudos for finally acknowledging that. You know, uh, I didn't. No, yeah. He, well, he doesn't deserve it. He is a villain. He is uh, an evildoer, as George W. Bush used to say. Well, and, uh, yeah, look, look, look at the timeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, he waited. Uh, Mitch McConnell didn't congratulate Joe Biden when the Electoral College handed Biden the victory at 5.30 yeah. p.m. yesterday. Mitch McConnell waited until 10.30 this morning to do that, mm-hmm. which, by the way, was four and a half hours after Vladimir Putin did it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jesus. It, 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 I'm not saying that he was waiting for Putin to do it, but mm-hmm. gosh, from appearances, doesn't it look that way? Oh, yeah. Moscow Mitch is uh, living mm-hmm. up to his namesake, that's for sure, waiting for Putin to give him the go-ahead, basically. That's the way I'm looking at this thing. And whether it and, actually happened that way or not, that's the prison. certainly <laughs> appears that way. I yeah. mean, it's embarrassing. At the very least, it's embarrassing that he wouldn't do it after the Electoral College announces it, but he would do it after Putin did it. Yeah, that's yeah. That's the, the most amazing part of it. And, and that he would wait this long. And let uh, Joe Biden's remarks last night be an indicator of what we can expect moving forward joe biden ain't playing joe biden's not going to be fucking around or he's not going to be steamrolled by the republicans that much is clear now so if anyone was concerned anybody yeah if anyone was concerned that joe biden was just going to allow himself to be snowed every step of the way by the congressional republicans that should be completely out the door now because he was not having one-term biffs fuckery yesterday if if if, and likewise if america hasn't seen it yet they will see that joe biden will also not be pressured by far-left progressives uh, the way Republicans have portrayed it. Republicans have been selling this presidency or uh, downselling it by saying Biden will be a puppet of AOC and company. Mm. And I think uh, Biden has made it clear that he's not going to take any crap from Republicans, and and he's made it clear that he's not going to take any crap from far-left Democrats. He's going to be, what he's always been, a centrist. And uh, you and I have sort of said uh, all along that's what we need mm. after a president like this one. Yeah, absolutely. And there's one teeny tiny correction I have to make for the really? president-elect during his remarks yesterday. And I think a lot of people are making the same mistake, which is that Joe Biden said last night that Donald Trump in 2016 won 306 electoral votes. No. That is incorrect. He won. Really? He officially won 304 electoral votes because Ah. there were two faithless electors in 2016 who broke away from Donald Trump. And so while the press reported in their projections, and rightfully so, that he got 306 electoral votes, when the Electoral College met on the designated day, the equivalent of yesterday, um, there were two who broke away. So it was actually 304. So Joe Biden officially received two additional votes over Donald Trump's total. So if Donald Trump's 304 was a landslide, well, Uh Joe Biden's 306 must be be that much more a landslide, right? Exactly, exactly. Wah, wah, Trump loses again. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yep. Loser. 
Yep. Um, so one of the things I've been thinking about too, and this uh, I've been teasing this throughout the past year or so, and it really came to a head during my conversation with Malcolm Nance uh, last week on last week's Wednesday interview show, and that is the notion of a Donald Trump shadow presidency, that Donald Trump will continue to conduct himself as sort of a president in exile from this point forward, or certainly like. since January 20th. I mean, that's his intention. Whether anyone acknowledges that is a different story. Or whether it's possible is a different story. Yeah. Uh, if if Trump is in jail, and Trump could very mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. The, the Manhattan DA's office, you see, which isn't affected by presidential <laughs> pardons, yeah. has been stepping up its investigation mm-hmm. in recent weeks yeah. as they continue to investigate tax fraud and await a decision from the Supreme Court on whether they can have access to those taxes. Mm-hmm. And I think I know how that ruling is going to go. Oh, yeah. It's going to go in their favor. As I've said before, there is no reason New York state prosecutors cannot be waiting at the foot of the steps of that plane when it lands in Florida to arrest Donald Trump. It's, yeah. I'm not saying they will. I'm saying I would like them to. And I'm saying most of all, that it's absolutely positively within the realm of possibility oh, yeah. because of this investigation. So I I appreciate God, you know I appreciate Malcolm Nance as much as anybody, uh, but he is uh, Captain Scary Pants or whatever. That's whatever me. He is. No, I'm sorry. He's, he's Shouty no, McShoutface. Shouty McShoutface. I'm, I'm sorry. Captain Scary I, Pants. I, 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 I get my cartoon characters <laughs> confused. It, it, no, and and he's right. That is what Trump would like to do. Yeah. I I don't think that the people in our government, the the career civil servants, mm-hmm. are going to allow that to happen. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but there are loyalists still implanted inside the bureaucracy right now. I mean, Trump has been working years to do that, to purge disloyalists from the bureaucracy and bring in all of his, uh, you know, red uh, his, hats and put them in those posts. His efforts in court haven't <clears throat> worked, and... Uh, as soon as, as ever since he's become a lame duck, uh, even people within the administration, people within the administration who have laid low these past four years, have uh, gotten ballsier, have yeah, gotten, yeah. have gotten, uh, you know, are feeling cockier uh, because they know that help is on the way, and uh, the clock is ticking. Uh, on uh, everything for Trump, including his protection from prosecution. So basically, you're saying this to Donald Trump. Happy New Year to you in jail. There you go. Yes, exactly. I like that. That's my sentiment exactly. (laughs) That's it. Well, one of the reasons I started off on this uh, train of thought once again this week is because Uh you may have seen on uh, Fox and Friends, the the giggling couch tumors had Stephen (laughs) Miller on their program yesterday morning. And he was talking about or previewing something that actually ended up happening. He was previewing the idea that they are going to put forth their own slate of electors from the states of Arizona, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, Georgia. And so they're going to send those electoral votes to Congress under the notion that members of Congress, members of the United States Senate will try to uh-huh. block the congressional certification yeah. of the that electoral vote. Doesn't mean doesn't mean anything. Yeah, it's not uh, mean with, without without the Secretary of State's seal on those documents, uh, those documents mean nothing. That's right. Uh, I like I think it was Rocky Mountain Mike who tweeted to the effect that it's so cute uh, when the kids get together over the holidays and 
have a pretend certification. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly and, right. And it, when you started describing it, I thought, well, that's just, they, isn't that the cutest thing that they think yeah. that's going yeah. to work? It, this is all about keeping Trump's base riled up so they'll keep sending in the money because uh, now that Trump knows that his effort to stay in office has failed, his only gambit remaining is to, to make as much money as possible. Mm-hmm. He's got, what, over $170 million, uh, so far, maybe more than that by now. Yeah. Uh, that was as of Saturday or Sunday at 170 million. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, just off these suckers, these poor saps who keep sending money thinking <laughs> it will somehow keep Trump in office. And uh, that's why Trump perpetuates all of this, no matter the cost to democracy. Yeah. I mean, I get the sense that he's going to be one of these pathetic ex-presidents who's going to have like a replica of the Oval Office in his house or something like that. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's headed to Mar-a-Lago after he's done being president here, being the official president. But I, I really do sincerely believe that he's going to carry on this charade as if he's still president, but a president in exile. And that's going to keep the money rolling into his Save America pack and all the rest of it. That's just going to be a gigantic slush fund for the Trumps. Are you telling me it's wrong to have my studio decorated in such a way that it appears to be the set of World News Tonight? Is that... (laughs) Is that exactly. wrong? Yes. And uh, World News Tonight from 1978. That'd be <laughs> perfect. I have an audition tape I could show you. Man, now that I'm thinking about it, that'd be a great idea. I need to change my office over the holiday break. That would be so much fun. You know, there was actually one point in time when I was looking online to see if they sold replicas of the Resolute Desk. And then when I saw, when I, when I saw that they did, yeah, I learned that they were like, $5,500 to buy right. a replica of the Resolute Desk. But I'm, so of course, I'm not going to buy something like that because no, I'm not no. insane. But Donald Trump is pretty goddamn insane. So, oh, yes. yes. I wouldn't be surprised if he did all of that, issued uh, uh, phony baloney executive orders condemning the Biden administration. I think he's going to continue to do rallies. He's going to continue to do press things. He's going to just, he's going to uh, continue if as if he is yes. the president, but not in the same capacity that he is now. At least, at least for as long as he is not behind bars, yeah. he continues to control the Republican Party. Yep. He will still wield power and fear over them even after he is out of office mm-hmm. because their voters are his voters and his voters are their voters and there's a problem there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they, you know, so it, it, Trump has control. He has them. You know, he's got them right where he wants them. Well, they've done this thing before where I remember after Barack Obama was inaugurated, they started off on this thing uh, where they were reviving Atlas Shrugged and they were all determined to uh, seek out their own political galts gulch where they would remove themselves from the economy with the intention of sabotaging all of it. Like, I don't know if we're going to be able to get by without Michelle Malkin participating in the conversation. In fact, you know what? The reaction at the time was, of course, things will be a hell of a lot better. Um, but, you know, there is a law against doing that. I don't think you can pretend you're the president and try to lead people <laughs> inside the United States without running into sedition law, because that would qualify as being seditious under uh, what I, I discovered. It was 18 U.S. Code Chapter 115 has a series <laughs> of uh, different uh, subchapters that <laughs> cover this what's, kind of behavior. It's an amazing what's, thing. What's 
What's the charge, Murphy? Uh, impersonating a president, sir. That's exactly right. But I mean, you know, uh, it should be interesting to see all of that play out. And then, oh, me- always, yeah, yeah. 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 It, it's it's it'll be entertaining and uh, dangerous all at the same time because it's already kind of starting now, where he just can't give up. He just it's over. It has been over for more than a month now. Not the fundraising, the fundraising is not over, and no. not his control over elected Republicans. Uh, that those things continue. Yeah. And that's why it's even more important, and I think prosecutors know this, even more important to get him off the streets and behind bars. So in the, uh, either his brains or his signature will be on the document department, um, Bill Barr has been fired, I believe, by Donald Trump, and that went yeah, down mutual. yesterday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if it was mutual. I don't think it well, was mutual. This, think, this don't, close don't to inauguration, think, I don't know. Don't, don't you think Barr knew what he was doing when he said out loud to the Associated Press, no, uh, basically, he said, no, Trump is wrong. There is no widespread fraud in this election. Uh, he knows how much he angers. Certainly, uh, Trump had a motivation to fire him. Trump yeah. was furious about that. Trump was furious about not pursuing uh, charges against Obama and Biden for mm-hmm. the Russia investigation. And uh, furious that uh, Hunter Biden's uh, tax investigation had not been announced <laughs> until after the election. Uh, Trump was livid about these things yeah. and did want to fire Barr. Talked about it as recently as last Friday. Barr's been talking about quitting since November 3rd, November 4th, or you know thereabouts, when he saw the election results. Barr's been out then. Barr is pissed at Trump mm. for implementing implicating Barr as a, a possible player in the imaginary election fraud. Yeah. Uh, and and I think that for all the evil things that Barr has done, and they are many, uh, I think that uh, Barr wanted to go out on the note that, yeah, well, in the end, I stood up for the right thing. It doesn't, it doesn't clear his record, but it makes him feel better, I think. But I don't see Bill Barr resigning this quickly. Uh, I mean, we're talking about his last day as, what, December 23rd? Right. And and this close to the inauguration, y- you kind of hang on if you can. But this is one of those things, I believe, uh, where in not which... always. Well, yeah. it, it, oftentimes in the White House, what happens is, and these are in normal times, so I put that little asterisk next to what I'm about to say, but what happens is oftentimes people are, framed as having resigned when they're really fired because you don't want to get you don't want to be fired by the president and have that on your resume moving forward or have that as part of your legacy oh the president fired me for and well, you assume it's because of cause for for some sort of cause I it's don't interesting think that's it's interesting it's interesting that trump didn't trash bar on his way out they yeah. both said phony nice things about each other mm. as uh, as Barr departed. Yeah. This is very unusual for Trump. Uh, normally, if somebody leaves, they leave with uh, condemnation from Trump. Yeah. And that didn't happen here. Perhaps that's because Barr eventually reminded Trump that, hey, okay, maybe you didn't like those last couple of things, mm. but sir, I have served you well by doing this and this and this and this. So, you know, that, that may have been how it ended. It, it is not unusual for an attorney general or any other uh, a cabinet official to leave before the end of a term. Barr had a highly lucrative career uh, in private enterprise before this job, and he will again uh, the minute he walks out. I, I, I think it, I really think it was mutual. I, I think uh, Barr, as as I understand it, Barr wanted to continue with the administration, 
if it were to have a second term. When it became obvious there would be no second term, Barr said, that's it, I'm out of here. I, I don't know that they're that friendly to each other, that they're like, no, after you, no, anymore. after you. No, I don't right. think they're yeah. doing no, that, that out fake. the door. Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, that was phony. They did that, but it was phony. Uh, they they used to be closer. They, they have not really spoken, uh, at least not on friendly terms, for well over two months. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think Trump is going to necessarily go too far when it comes to bad-mouthing Bill Barr because I think he knows that Bill Barr has the receipts. (laughs) Bill Barr has the paperwork to document whatever Trump has been up to. So That may be another reason for the phony nice words on the way out. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah, make no mistake, this is a game of uh, the the a-hole's gambit, so to speak. They're trying to out-check each other on the uh, chessboard, so to speak. Right, and in the end, it's laughable it doesn't really matter as i said on my news last week uh they'd better make up their mind because i was doing the story about here are the reasons trump might fire bar and here are the reasons bar might quit and yeah. we were hearing from both camps as it were uh what was going on inside those camps and i said uh, basically i said They'd better make up their minds quickly because they're both gone on January 20. <laughs> Perfect. Well, you know, um, when we come back from the break here, we're going to have some delicious, delicious Red Hat tears, and we're going to enjoy that. We're going to imbibe and, and have some fun because we're going to take a look at Parlor and find out what the uh, wing nuts and Red Hats and Trumpers have been saying over on Parlor in reaction to hey. not only a Supreme Court decision on the Texas case, but also uh, uh, Mitch McConnell's remarks earlier today. Suffice to say, Parlor is really entertaining today. <laughs> They're just going batshit, indiscriminately batshit over there. Like, uh, you know, you stumble over a wasp's nest, and that's what it kind of is. <laughs> Meanwhile, if something is interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, I have the solution for you. It's called BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, seeks to provide professional help with ease. You'll never have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. They assess your needs with a few questions and match you with a licensed professional board-certified therapist. Start communicating in under 24 hours, connecting in a safe, private online environment. Send a message to your counselor and receive a timely response. Schedule weekly video or phone sessions, whatever you're most comfortable with. Anything you share is confidential. If you want to try a new therapist, it's simple and free to switch. BetterHelp says they are more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available too. Start living a happier life today. You'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash sexy liberal. Join over 1 million people who've taken charge of their mental health by going to betterhelp, that's H-E-L-P.com slash sexy liberal and receive 10% off your first month. Betterhelp.com slash sexy liberal. Thank you. We couldn't have picked a better time To wish you a Merry Christmas Why it's that time of year With the ones we love But I've been searching high and low For someone that I lost not so long ago Where is Christmas this year? This year 
You know, I almost want to play the whole thing. This is, uh, this is uh, the great Dave Moulter, brand new Christmas song, and I think this is going to be a timeless holiday classic. We're going to be coming back to this every year. This is called Where is Christmas? DaveMoulterMusic.com. Link in the description to support Dave's music. I love this song, and how perfect for uh, Christmas time during the pandemic, huh? Yeah, whether you're religious or not, uh, this is a uh, it's a time of year that's about giving. Yeah, and for some reason, Christmas feels more important to me this year mm. than it normally does. Yes, absolutely, one thousand percent. Okay, we've got more Christmas music for the rest of the week here, coming out of commercials and so on. It'd be great if I had an opportunity. Maybe we'll do this on the after party. Maybe I'll do kind of a a mini uh, countdown uh, where I play back all of our indie Christmas music from this week, whether it's Dave's song. We've got uh, CC Grace's Santa Baby coming up here on the show today and a whole lot more, some uh, some more on right. Thursday's show, some more on Friday's show. And we're going to see if we can squeeze in as many uh, tracks as we can. Okay. Dave, that's great. Dave's song is beautiful. Okay, let's talk about uh, the people living in denial. <laughs> yes, uh, I've been looking forward to this. Uh, let's. Uh, we need some uh, living in denial music here for reading our parlor tweets or whatever Something, they what do they uh, call them parlor tweets what, what are they messages word alerts plops. yeah i don't know Par- parlor plops <laughs> perfect parlor plops that might even be the name of today's show so here's a parlor verified influencers reactions to the um, scotus texas ruling uh-huh let's start with uh oh this will be a good place to start Mike Flynn Jr., always a sharp, reputable guy. I'm not sweating the Texas ruling, he says. Still avenues. (laughs) Uh There's still a chance. He says still avenues. Do you know how much litigation is happening in eight states right now? This Texas ruling was recently put together and would have been a bonus had it been won. Joe Biden is still not president. Eh, Wrong. 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 So that was Mike Flynn Jr. Uh, let's uh-huh. see. Someone named Ellie Brown, who's also a verified influencer on Parler. I don't know what that even means. I don't know how you can be an influencer on Parler, but okay. It isn't over until God says it is over. Buckle up. These globalist fools and their minions are working to lead a nation like lambs to the slaughter. Patriots will keep our eyes locked on Father God. You know, I went to Catholic school for many, many years, and I've never heard uh-huh. of God referred to as Father God. But maybe, in fact, they're talking about Trump. <laughs> somewhere <laughs> somewhere yeah. there's a Baptist church where that's what they say. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, And this person continues on to say, court case, military in- intervention, or civilian militia and disobedience, we will prevail. Oh, so someone calling for military in- intervention or oh, violence. Nice. Yeah, perfect. That's a great idea. Good luck, guys. Um, let's see here. Oh, Milo. Oh, God. Do I even read a Milo parlor post? <laughs> I don't know. Well, he said, I got to read it because it's the, the perfect reaction to all of this. He said, burn the Republican Party to the fucking ground. Uh-huh. And you know what? I agree with that. That's been happening for four years now. <laughs> yeah. So please, I saw, I, I saw, <laughs> I saw a Trump supporter leading a rally. Yeah. Uh, and he had them chanting something about, you know, down with the GOP or words to that effect. 
uh, Trump supporters now bashing the Republican Party. This is this could be the splintering of the Republican Party that we've been talking about and thinking oh, yeah. about. Yeah, and I hope so because as you heard, I mean, the protesters or whoever they turned out the other day in Washington D.C. The Proud Boys were there exposing their asses to the world for some reason, and the uh, the ongoing chant in the crowd was something like fuck the Republican Party or something like right, that. I mean, it was right, like, they, right. I, I forget exactly what the chant was, but it was not good for the Republicans, suffice that's right, to say. That's, I don't, yeah, they were in the same boat there. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, someone named Arik Chen says, don't be disappointed, folks. Everything is just beginning. If the Supreme Court can find the article to dismiss the case, the opponents can find it too. I don't know what that means. There are no many one more, knows. Yeah, there are many more cases in the process. No, there aren't. Don't be discouraged. Keep your head up. Keep thinking positive and keep fighting. No, that's not going to happen either. Um, let's see what else. We've got uh, some more reactions to uh, Mitch McConnell's remarks this morning. Uh, Moscow oh, now Mitch. These, I, these have not heard. I heard some of the others, but these have not heard. Oh, they went racist with some of them, too. Wait till you hear oh, this. Uh <laughs> Someone said, bitch McConnell, more like. Okay, uh-huh. yeah, that makes sense. It, it rhymes, see, bitch and Mitch yeah, rhyme. Mitch, yeah. uh, someone else said, F you, McConnell, you and your Chinese wife. How much CCP yuan did you get? I guess that's the yuan yeah. is the Chinese currency. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but it's so funny that the Trump people are now recognizing wow. that Mitch McConnell is on the take from various foreign dictators. Indeed. Uh, someone else said, this is why the Senate majority doesn't matter. Dissolve Congress. Uh-huh. Well, that's a bold move. That's one I haven't <laughs> seen yet. The call to dissolve the entire Congress. That is uh, equals Equals impossible. profit. <laughs> equals profit. Yeah. Yeah, right. they, see, they haven't thought of the next step, and then what? You know, they haven't they haven't thought that through. Yeah. Maybe they'll get back to us. Number one, dissolve Congress. Number two, question mark. Number three, profit. Profit, exactly. Perfect. Yes, exactly. thank you for the underpants gnome reference. <laughs> uh, someone else said, hate this man, cocaine Mitch, is part oh, of my. the swamp. Traitor! Exclamation marks in there. Love, they love the exclamation marks. And then finally, this is not on Parlor. This is on the Donald.Win subreddit, I believe. Oh, so th- this is where it gets really crazy. Uh, someone wrote, Ammo Box, fuck that cuck shit. I, this is all in reaction to Mitch McConnell, by uh-huh. the way. Someone named Red Sox 157 <laughs> wants to kill uh-huh. Mitch McConnell and calls him a cuck. This rejection of the Republican Party by by some of, of the most radical Trump supporters is uh, is indeed going to split uh, the Republican Party. I know. Remember, if you, you go back like a hundred shows that we've done together, at one point I said, okay, of the roughly give or take forty percent who support Trump, uh, we can win back some of those people, but there's fifteen percent that yeah. we're never going to win back because they are insane. Okay, <laughs> right. those are the folks. Those are the folks in the Proud Boys. Those are the folks on Parlor talking violence. And and so this is the division. Yeah, there's a dangerous element out there. But I, I not only do I believe that it's not a significant segment of the American population, I'm not even sure it's a significant segment of the Republican uh, <laughs> population. And I think we'll see that bear out uh, the, as, as this whole process progresses. Isn't the latest poll number showing that more than half of Republicans believe that Donald Trump really won? the election though i mean i think there's a majority of republicans who agree with this shit 
Well, the, the, the latest uh, the latest poll I saw was from before the Electoral College announcement, okay. and it said that 75% of Republicans did not accept that Joe Biden was the legitimately elected uh, president-elect. Oh, wow. So that's many, yeah. many more than I thought. Now, I thought it was now, just a slim majority. Now, the uh, announcement of the Supreme Court, it could have been before the Supreme Court decision as okay. well. Yeah. Uh, the, the Supreme Court decision and the uh, Electoral College decision may uh, shrink that number of skeptics in the Republican Party, but you have to wonder these days by how much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, this has been a common thread over the last four years is, you know, the the mistake is you see Donald Trump doing all of these things and you see the Republican Party cheering for him and enabling him. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people were thinking, well, this is this is a super powerful Republican Party. And in fact, it's deceptive because it is, as you said, it is the slow unwinding, the slow collapse of the Republican Party as we know it. And I think sometimes I hypothesize, and I have no idea if this is actually the case, but sometimes I hypothesize that maybe the Lincoln Project is holding the banner of the old Republican Party so that if this group uh, breaks away and forms their own Trump Party, the Lincoln Project guys will be there to form the new, more moderate Republicans. And so perhaps perhaps they'll call it the Lincoln Party. (laughs) The Lincoln Party. See, that wouldn't be a bad idea, too. Not bad at all. Yeah, yeah. So let's see what else here on uh, this subreddit. Uh, uh, what are? Oh, see, you're 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 crawling into the sewers now. It was bad enough that you went and peeked at Parlor, and now we should, we it is it is fun and enlightening to know what's going on over there. But now you're getting into the, this is like OAN and uh, um, Newsmax territory. Now. Oh yeah. Well, there are many many more people on the Reddit threads than there are on Parlor. That's for absolutely sure. So it may seem like we're down into the fever swamps. We're now into the uh, but rodents of unusual size and things like but that. But that's, that's the, un, it's still, it, despite its population, an undercurrent of the internet where, in this case, you know, among Trump supporters, uh, the worst of the worst can be found, including yeah. uh, those threats of violence. Yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, just a bunch of them in rapid succession here. This will be the last of them. This means war. Uh, someone else says, <laughs> ammo, bo- ammo box peds, P-E-D-E-S. I guess they're saying that Mitch McConnell is a pedophile. uh Uh, Insurrection Act or nothing, this is it. These are all in all caps, as you can probably discern. Insurrection Act and martial law now. And then someone else, fucking bullshit. Yeah. (laughs) Just my favorite one. And then Trump's EO is our last best hope at this point, which I don't know what that... (laughs) What EO? Executive order. I know, I know, executive order, but I mean, They're hoping he'll issue one. I I I don't know. They're hoping he'll stop this madness, this this stealing of the election with an executive order. See, here's the problem. And like I said, I may do this every week for the rest of our lives. (laughs) Education. These people are saying these things about about insurrection and mm. about martial law because they know nothing about government. Yeah. Because we failed in education, we have to fix that end of sermon. Exactly right. Yeah, no doubt about that. I mean, these people are gone. I mean, no amount of education is going to help any of these people. They're just going to have to they're going to have to just slowly uh, have their own herd thinned by their moronic but, behavior. So Right, but let's uh, let's make sure it doesn't happen again. Yeah, exactly. Well, meanwhile, one of the things that uh, we often like to do here is present the true history of the Trump administration. And one of the things 
things that has been false throughout the past four years is that right. Trump was somehow uh, the purveyor of this huge economic record, this, you know, the greatest economy in the history of the world he's bragged mm-hmm. about. And you know what? A lot of people decide... You know what? We're not going to challenge him on that. I, I know certainly the uh, the Biden campaign, the Democrats, didn't really go after Donald Trump's economic record as hard as they could have, given the actual numbers that have resulted from it. And there was a great report on CNN about all of this, among other things. Uh, they did the whole list of all of his economic failures, completely dispelling this false reputation that he's assigned to himself. So. Right. Alone among the 13 presidents since World War II, Trump will exit the White House with fewer Americans employed than when he started. He will have overseen punier growth in economic output, that's a a lower GDP growth, than any of the previous 12 presidents. Go fuck yourself, Donald Trump. And then on his watch... Industrial production has fallen. The Federal Reserve, as I was saying at the time, says the manufacturing sector fell into a recession in 2019, even before coronavirus hit. And then last week uh, was the 38th week in a row in which at least 700,000 Americans filed first-time claims for unemployment Mm -hmm. benefits. That is not the greatest economy in the history of the world. I'm sorry to inform you However. Yeah. However, we live in a world where facts too often do not matter. That's and right. The perception is, I mean, Trump's economic numbers are still high. Mm-hmm. He's still he still you know polls well on that on that issue. Yeah. Um. So perception has trumped the facts here. Yeah, and what he's been able to get away with is this old trope that if you repeat the same lie over and over again, it becomes the truth. Who does that come to us from? Isn't that Joseph Goebbels? Thank you very much, Joseph Goebbels. I think so. I mean, that's uh, who first spake it, actually. But uh, uh, yeah, it's it's a mantra he lives by. Well, the truth is, uh, for example, holiday season lines and at food banks dramatize the scale of human suffering. More abstract measures such as the U.S. trade deficit and ratio of government debt to the size of the economy have also worsened under Trump's term. Uh, Mark Zandi said Trump's economic record uh, ranks near or at the bottom compared with other presidents. This is the guy, the chief from Moody, he's the chief economist there from Moody's, and he, he continues to say the economy under his watch has performed very poorly. This is not some bleeding heart liberal. This is Moody's analytics, and they know what they're talking about well, over there. Right and, now, right now, people need aid. People need yeah. help of paying their utility bills and their grocery bills and their rents and mortgages yeah uh, and that's the economy people care about right now mm-hmm. and he's failed in that area uh, multifold yeah and finally the counterproductive tariff wars trump initiated quickly offset any short-term benefit from the tax cuts and the administration's deregulation push so this everything trump has been saying about his economic record bullshit of course it's all bullshit of course of course but, everything you know, he, everything he says is a lie but i mean the thing that i can't get past and on kind of a a downer note and i always I've mentioned this a million times on the show. I was steamrolled in the last recession, in the 2008 recession. It was not yes. pretty for me. I lost a lot of shit in that recession. And for this one, um, I, I'm keeping my head above water, which is, I'm very grateful for that. Uh, yes. And I'm certainly grateful to our so Patreon hard. subscribers along those lines. But at the same time, when I see reports like this, it's 
crushing because I know exactly what it feels like to right. uh, maybe be out of work because of this ceaseless pandemic, uh, out of work for some other reason, maybe the economy tank, maybe your job has been outsourced. And so I know that pain. I know the stress, the mind-numbing stress, the stress that wakes you up at three o'clock in the morning right. when you don't know where your next paycheck is coming from and you don't I've know if you're going to be able to make your mortgage payment or your rent payment. That is an uh, uh, the worst possible feeling in the world. It feels like it feels like you look around you, and, and I remember thinking this. You, I look, I would look around my house, and I would almost envision my house vanishing before my eyes, sort of like the the photograph in Back to the Future, where people are being erased from history. Mm-hmm. I felt like the economy was devouring my life around me, and it was so upsetting and so disconcerting. Um, but you do, you end up getting through it if you can, and right now the federal government is not doing what it should have done. And the federal government, as far as I'm concerned, and and hopefully this was part of the reason why Donald Trump was voted out of office, um, they dropped the ball in one horrendous way after another. And one of the ways they did, and this I think is directly attributable to the Republicans, is they could have pulled us out of this buzz. I mean, they could have yes. Oh, yes. brought us to the point where we actually maybe beat nations like Australia and New Zealand to having a COVID-free country. And we could have done that through taking responsible action and then with the government paying people to stay home, paying businesses to remain closed for a period of time. And if we had just sucked it up and endured that for whatever length of time it would have taken, what, three months I think they were talking about with a mask mandate and a stay-at-home order, this could have been over months ago, and yet here we are, and it's still going. I mean, I... I I was lucky enough to grow up in a time when uh, America was number one in everything. Uh, in the economy, yeah. in education, yeah. in uh, scientific advancements, uh, in creature comforts, in, in every respect, America was number one. And uh, we are so far from number one in any of those categories now. Yeah. Uh, that is not solely on Donald Trump, but he sealed the deal. Yep. He, 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 he finished off whatever we had already failed on. And uh, so Joe Biden, I, I think I joked on the show, Sometime back, if Biden wins the election, what do you say to him? Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, because he's inheriting a pandemic. He's inheriting a, an economic mess. Yep. If if uh, if George W. Bush left a, flame, uh, a bag of flaming dog poo on the steps of Barack Obama, then uh, Donald Trump is leaving a flaming dumpster yeah. full of poo on the steps of Joe Biden. Yeah. And the real tragedy, Buzz, the, the, the way I'm seeing this right now is – Donald Trump deliberately did this so he could get reelected, right? So we're going to have to reopen the economy because it looks like the Dow is collapsing. So we need to hurry up and rush this process through right at the initial height of the infection rate. At that at the top of that first curve, Donald Trump said, "It's time to reopen. Let's go back to school. Let's go back to work. Let's reopen the stores and the gyms and the bars." And he did all this. Impatience and greed, yeah. Yeah, oh my God. Worsening this to the point now where we're beyond 300,000 deaths due to this. We've had a series of deaths that have exceeded 9-11, that have exceeded many one-day tragedies in this country, uh, inexcusably so. And then we get to November 3rd, and guess what? Donald Trump lost anyway. He took this major gamble. He gambled with people's lives and lost anyway 
I mean, and, think and, about that. That's yeah. Oh no, I know it's it's true. Uh, it, he did everything wrong, and and he he lost because of it. What is also amazing is that he cheated every which way but loose yeah. on this election. Every conceivable way he could cheat or try to cheat, mm-hmm. a- any arms he could twist, anything he could do, he did it and still lost. Yeah. This is this is what we were hoping and praying for before the election that there would be enough of us who who saw the truth to overcome all of that cheating. Yeah, and I I can't even imagine the people who are now in an ICU, who are now intubated, people who are now um, uh, having to sell their homes or, or be evicted and so on, right as the vaccine starts getting sent out. I mean, that's the real tragedy, even the beyond the job thing. loss, even after the li- the lives lost. The, the Yeah, the fact that now we're this tantalizingly close to having licked it and months passed when we should have. I mean, we should have been able to do this without a vaccine. Um, but as you said, it's just it's impossible now. We, we we're, don't we're, have that kind of stick to that t- kind of kind of uh, societal responsibility that we had years and years ago where we could all unite and push forward with one massive effort. It just doesn't happen anymore. No, I see. I just got distracted by some breaking news. Biden has named Pete Buttigieg for transportation secretary. Wow. Oh, my yeah. God. Well, that's good Not- news. It is good news. Not the position we were hoping for, I think, for Pete, but but pretty good nevertheless. Certainly a good start for him. Yeah, I'm, I've I've been reading things today uh, that indicate we are very close to a stimulus deal on Capitol Hill. Wow. And uh, the last I had read, I haven't read the very latest, but the last I'd read prior to this update is that the Democrats were ready to cave on the aid to states, something McConnell and the Republicans refused <sighs> to give. Let me tell you that without that aid to states. They're going. The states are going to run out of money to distribute the vaccine. Yep. That's how important this aid to states is. Uh, Republicans don't want to send any money to blue states, so they don't want to send any money to any state. And the result will be people will die because the states do not have the money to finish distributing this vaccine. Yeah. Without 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 that money, it's not going to happen. That's going to require. Uh, a vote after the first of the year, hopefully with a new Democratic Senate. Uh, and again, that's why that race is so important uh, f- on, on the level of saving lives. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that was another key component of the 2009 stimulus package is bailing out the states who were rapidly going bankrupt. And right. here we are once again. Where these fucking Republicans don't know how to read economic <laughs> forecasts. And I swear to God, it's as simple as looking at the numbers because it's very easy to convert economic stimulus to actual economic growth. You can do the math. It is basic math. And so, you know, you if- do... You do X, you do stimulus, and you spend money uh, pumping cash into the economy, and the economy will grow. You spend money on tax cuts, the economy does not grow. It does not work. There was no economic growth based on Trump's uh, tax reform bill, whatever the fuck that was. There And there will be no economic growth if they just do tax cuts. So they should give money to the I mean, money to the states is like... Uh, uh, supercharging the economy because that keeps everything afloat. That guarantees that we're not going to have a bunch of states they going don't care. bankrupt. They don't care. They don't care about no. that. What they care about, here's the, here are the Republican priorities. Is the stock market okay? Yeah. 
and and our you know the large corporations and the wealthy are is there are all of them okay because that's the most important thing mm. and then the the republicans would be willing to do anything that they absolutely have to do in order to get reelected and then do only the minimum yeah. they do not care about anything but rich corporate interests well there's one story i want to get to here that i don't know if is getting a lot of attention right now but it's another indication that D- donald trump deserves all the punishment when it comes to especially his reaction to COVID and the lives that have been destroyed because of his lack of responsibility, lack of personal restraint. We're going to get to all of that in in just a second. But first, in the spirit of holiday sharing, you know you put a lot of effort into each year into finding the perfect gifts for special people. That's why you should send flowers from Bloomsy Box. That's B-L-O-O-M-S-Y-B-O-X for the holidays. Bloomsy Box are simply better bloom. Their flowers are sustainably grown on family farms around the world. You just place an order and your flowers are handpicked and arranged at a farm unique to you. It's like sending a personal one-of-a-kind gift. Bloomsy Box delivers their farm fresh flowers straight to your door so they arrive weeks fresher. They pride themselves on great prices, a huge selection of artisan-designed arrangements, no hidden fees, no endless upsells, and free shipping with a subscription. Whether sending a single arrangement or a subscription for someone special to receive flowers each month, Month, feel confident with the quality offered by Bloomsy Box. Go to bloomsybox.com. That's B L O O M S Y B O X.com and enter promo code Stephanie to get 15% off. You'll also receive free shipping when you buy a subscription, too. That's promo code Stephanie at bloomsybox.com. Thank you. Bob Seska. Santa Baby. Just slip a sable under the tree for me Been an awful good girl, Santa baby And hurry down the chimney tonight Santa honey, a 54 convertible to light blue And an iPhone or two that's uh, CC Grace, the holiday classic Santa Baby right here. CallieCardamon.com. Link in the description to support Callie Cardamon's music. I love this. This is a, another one that we're going to play every damn year for the next 40 years. How about that? Good. And I'll tell you why I like it. CC. Yeah. Cece, how dare you sing that as an adult woman? Because everybody knows that song you're supposed to sing in your baby girl voice. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. No, really, I, I salute her for singing like a grown-up. Yeah. And, and I think it makes it a better version of the song, I think. I think so. And, um, you know, here's something that I've started calling my over-my-dead-body stack. Uh, oh, good, God. yes. <laughs> This we had this part, last week, I believe, this premiered. Yeah, well, this is another edition of Over My Dead Body. Um, <laughs> Ivanka Trump is considering a Senate run, a run for the United States Senate from the great state of Florida. Put this on your list. This is something that we need to make sure does not happen. We need to make sure that she is absolutely unsuccessful and catastrophically so in this well, effort to... Uh, if she runs and if there's a chance she should be elected, then, then yeah, absolutely, we need to work uh, uh, on that and against that. Yeah. Uh, but again, I'll cross that... Uh, Cross that bridge when we get to it. Yeah, well, pu- put that on the back burner. It's uh, a couple of years off. We're not going to have to worry about that until 2022. 
So in the meantime, uh, you know, so just don't. keep keep your eye on it. Keep your <laughs> yeah, eye on the Yeah, yeah, no, no, don't no, don't keep your eye on it. Think about something else <laughs> until it actually happens. Yeah. And and as I said before, uh there might be some early polling value in the name recognition. Yeah. But if you ain't Donald, you ain't got a cult. That's right. And meanwhile, Lara Trump was gonna try to run for Senate from North Carolina, I believe. Lara Trump is uh, Eric Trump's wife. And, yeah. Yes. Cousin wife. We decided last week. Cousin wife. Yes. Exactly right. Yeah. So yeah, no. And as far as Ivanka goes, you know, she too may be in jail. So uh, let's wait and see how that plays. Let's keep our eyes on that right yeah, now. Yeah. Absolutely. Happy New Year to you in jail. Good luck, Ivanka. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> Another reason why the Trumps have to be national pariahs, just unable to function uh-huh. in normal society from this point forward. A Good. White House staffer has been dealing with COVID since September and in the process of uh, fighting COVID for all this time, lost his foot, for God's sake. They had to amputate yeah. his foot because of uh, the severity of his infection wow. with COVID. And again, this is collateral damage from the irresponsibility of the White House. All of the nonsense, people not wearing masks and not doing what they have to do inside the White House, thanks Donald Trump. A White House official who fell ill with COVID-19 in September is recovering after three months in the hospital, though he lost his right foot and lower leg in his battle against the virus, according to a friend, Creed Bailey the director of the White House Security Office. So this is not a White House staffer. This is not a member of the Trump administration. This is a lifer who works as uh-huh. you know, works for the White House, not for Trump. He was most the most severely ill among dozens of COVID-19 cases known to be connected to the White House. Mm-hmm. Bailey's family has asked that the White House not uh, publicize his condition, and, and uh, Donald Trump has never publicly acknowledged his illness. Of course not. Bailey's friends have raised more than $30,000 for his rehab. The White House declined to say whether Trump has contributed to the effort. I assume not. He's a cheapskate. He's not going to just give his money away. He thinks that's a a sucker move. He probably thinks Creed Bailey is a loser for getting the uh, virus and suffering so much from it. Creed beat COVID-19, but it came at a significant cost. His big toe on his left foot, as well as his right foot and lower leg, had to be amputated. And, oh, God. You know, this is uh, this raises an interesting question. I mean, we spend a lot of time talking about mortality and the number of deaths. Well, you don't need to necessarily die for COVID to be a tragedy in your life. Because... No. Buzz, we've seen this countless uh, on countless occasions where people have either lost limbs because of this, people who have ongoing uh, pre-existing conditions just by being infected. They could be completely asymptomatic, and just the very fact that they tested positive becomes a pre-existing condition. And if that protection goes away with the rest of the Affordable Care Act, uh, then they're kind of screwed. Uh, but then you, you really dig down into... How many people have lost their livelihoods because of this virus? People who may not have even been, this goes back to what I was saying before, people who haven't even been infected have been affected by COVID. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, I I just found out a friend of mine who's... uh, in a in a facility, yeah. uh, a care facility, uh, because he too has uh, uh, some physical problems. Yeah, uh, has just tested positive for COVID. So 
it, it runs rampant. But uh, in terms of the number of jobs lost, people people who don't know somebody yeah. who's tested positive for COVID uh, have lost their jobs in this. So there's been all manner of suffering. And the White House proved early on, uh, or at least uh, some months ago, that not only did was it not able to protect Americans, it was not able to even protect itself. Yeah. That is the level of incompetence and lack of compassion uh, in that White House. Yeah, and, and so when uh, uh, red hats, when Trump supporters go around saying, hey, look, it's it's not a big a deal. It's like the flu. It's just like getting the flu. What's to worry about? There's nothing to worry about. Why not get it? Who cares? We need to live our lives. Freedom, etc." And they just don't get it. They don't understand the array of ramifications that all come up shy of actually dying from the virus. This is just getting it, it changes your life in ways that we can't even begin to uh, summarize one, here. One by one, they're starting to find out. Now, that's uh, very slow. It's too slow. Yeah. Uh, but uh, things are... I think the reality is starting to soak in for some people, at least, either because it has touched their lives in some way mm -hmm. or because they're they're starting to see how real uh, these nurses and doctors are. Yeah. Well, I think Kimberly's brother uh, is about to test positive. He has uh, symptoms. He was just tested, and they're waiting for the results right now. But right. all the symptoms are pointing to, yeah, uh, COVID. So this would be, uh, I think, as far as like immediate family, this would be the first one uh, right. potentially to uh, yeah. test positive as far this as our circle goes. This is a very, very close friend of mine, and so this is the first time it's, yeah. it's sort of touched my circle mm -hmm. uh and i'm very you know he's this is through no fault of his own this is not because of his behavior yeah, yeah. that that he's caught this he, he's a captive audience as it were and uh it turned out to be a captive audience to the virus no what a shame I, you know i want to get your take on this one too uh we heard yesterday that trump had delayed a plan for senior white house staff members to receive the vaccine early uh, -huh. uh trump said he was at he he asked white house staffers to receive the coronavirus vaccine quote somewhat later in the program unless specifically necessary after it was reported that the administration was planning to rapidly distribute the vaccine to staffers despite the first doses generally being reserved for healthcare workers. What do you make of this? I mean, this is, again, this is more nincompoopery on top of incompetence, it seems, especially given the fact that at least one White House staffer is losing body parts because of this. Yeah. Uh, uh, this one seems a little trickier to me because I don't think any president could win in this situation. There is an obligation at the White House to protect whoever is president uh, and vice president. Uh, and uh, so you want to take steps within the White House to stop its spread. Of course, this president's already had it. Uh, but, yeah, it would have been terrible optics to see or to hear that all of them had had their shots while millions of Americans wait for them. Yeah. I think I think the, the vaccines are properly prioritized. They're going to health care workers and uh, the most elderly first. Well, um, someone called me out on Twitter about a uh, tweet no. that I wrote back in May. For some reason, someone's going through my tweets just, from back. Just found it. Yeah. From back in May, and I was wrong about something related to COVID. And and this person made a big deal of it. What we're going to do is we're going to talk about it on the post mortem show. 
That ah. is that is coming up next on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Show. Yes, I'm a tease. It's also bobseskashow.com. That's the easiest way to get to it. The most easy way is to bookmark it. That's the fastest way to get to uh, our Patreon page. Make sure you sign up for our bonus content. You can sign up for uh, $5 a month, and that'll get you two post-mortem shows every week. That'll be about eight per month. What happens is, uh, after this music is done playing, Buzz and I keep on talking. And uh, all the stuff that we didn't get to in the free portion of the show, we push into the post-mortem show on our Patreon page. So that's The it. post-mortem show is where we talk about all the secret stuff. <laughs> exactly right. All the private confessions happen that's on right. the post-mortem show. The things we can't say on the free show. Otherwise, we'll get in lots and lots of trouble. So, again, that's <laughs> patreon.com slash Show. Make sure to support this program. If you want to sign up for a little bit more, if you want to sign up at $10 a month, you'll get the two post-mortem shows, but you'll also get the Friday after party with me and Kimberly Johnson you want some embarrassing secrets told by the both of us that that's your show right there the after party man it I is. just start opening my mouth and all kinds of shit falls out it's amazing <laughs> it's, I don't know if I should be proud of that but it's a lot of fun that's for yeah, sure be proud be uh, proud meanwhile Buzz Burbank news and comment the final editions uh, another edition coming up here on Thursday buzzburbank.com also realmnetwork.com and everywhere you get your podcast it's not too late to subscribe on Apple Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or SoundCloud or wherever you prefer to listen to your podcast. We're so, down to four of them left, and I just want to take this moment to thank everybody who listens to this show and to my show. Uh, happy holidays. You mean so much to us. Thank you. I Yes, I will repeat all of that. Thank you, thank you, thank you, especially for some of the reasons that I mentioned in this past segment here uh specifically related to the recession and covid and all the rest of it if it wasn't for you people i don't know what i would be doing right now i swear to god so thank you especially to our patreon subscribers thank you to all of our listeners have a great holiday uh we got a few more shows before the break so there's that but meanwhile buzz burbank thank you have a have a wonderful (laughs) holiday break i'm sure i'll be pestering you quite a bit over text messages yeah Please do. Let's absolutely keep in touch. I love you, Bob Seska. I love Merry you, Buzz Burbank. Yes. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too, my friend. Okay. That's it for the program. We'll see you on the Postmortem Show. Take care. Bye-bye. In jail. The holiday season is the one time of year we all get to indulge in our favorite traditions and feel like a kid again. And no matter what you celebrate, everybody shares in the spirit of giving, whether it's giving gifts to our favorite people or spreading cheer to everyone around you. This year, give yourself and the ones you love an opportunity to look as young as the season makes you feel with Plexiderm. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that gives your appearance the right kind of changes. Visibly reduce wrinkles, fine lines, and even under-eye bags in just minutes. Plexiderm even works on laugh lines, number 11s, and crow's feet too. Take up to 10 years off your appearance in less than 10 minutes. The results are going to last for hours so you can relax, surrounded by loved ones, knowing you're always looking your best. Even better, Plexiderm doesn't involve any visits to a surgeon, and it's cheaper than a round of hot cocos for you and your loved ones. You can try a six-application trial pack for just $14.95 with free shipping 
shipping when you visit buyplx.com slash sexyliberal or call 800-685-1292 and say the code sexyliberal. This order also comes with free shipping and a 30-day money-back guarantee. Make those wrinkles, lines, and under-eye bags disappear with Plexiderm. Visit buyplx.com slash sexyliberal or call 800-685-1292 and say the code sexyliberal at checkout. Thank you. 